Well, hey everybody, it's Stacy P. Locke. So glad you're here for another episode of God, Girlfriends, and Giggles. We're finding out how even in the junk, we can find joy. And remember, laughter is truly the best medicine. Hey there, girlfriend. It's Stacy P. Locke here again on God, Girlfriends, and Giggles. So, today we're going to be talking about the fig tree from Luke chapter 13. I don't know about you, but there's a few trees that I have gone to time and time again, expecting some fruit, only to find there's none to be found. So, join me on God, Girlfriends, and Giggles as we talk about to fig or not to fig. You know, Jesus talks a lot about bearing fruit in the Word of God, that we are to bear fruit for His kingdom. Now, I don't know how you look at that and determine about your fruit, but in Galatians, we can see the fruit of the Spirit. There's a long list there telling you what it looks like when you are of the Lord and you are um, bearing fruit for His kingdom glory. And um, before I jump into our passage in uh, Luke chapter 13, I want to tell you what the fruit of the Spirit looks like in your life. Um, I know for me, for many years, I would go to church and I would hear the message and be blessed by, you know, the pastor of the church, the good message that we would hear and um, enjoy going to church. But the thing is, during the week, I was not nurturing myself in my walk with the Lord. And and it just, you know, became very apparent that I did not have the fruit of the Spirit. And the, uh, there's a scripture in the Word that says you have a form of godliness, but you're de- denying the power. But we can get into these works of religion where it looks good on the outside. And we can be doing, you know, all the church work and all the things, but not have the heart that is turned towards the Lord. And you can be doing all this in Jesus' name, but He can come back and say, Depart from me, I never knew you. And I don't know, but that just sends cold chills down my spine when I think about that. It doesn't matter if we know God. What matters is that He knows who we are. So, the fruit of the Spirit, this is what you will see in the lives of someone that is bearing fruit for God's kingdom. You will see love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And it's fruit of the Spirit, not fruits of the Spirit, because it is one fruit 
collectively. And this is what you will see in the lives of the people that are kingdom-connected people. All right, so now that we got that out of the way about the fruit, let's jump into Luke chapter 13. And I want to start reading in verse 6. It says, Then Jesus used this illustration. A man planted a fig tree in his garden and came again and again to see if there was any fruit on it. But he was always disappointed. One translation that I read said he was sorely disappointed. Verse 7, Finally, he said to the gardener, which is a representation of Jesus. I've waited three years and there hasn't been a single fig. Cut it down. It's taken up space. We can use for something else. Verse 8, the gardener answered, Give it one more chance. Leave it another year and I'll give it special attention and plenty of fertilizer. If we get figs next year, fine. If not, you can cut it down. Let's pray together. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, right now, we just come together as sisters in the Lord. God, just look into your heart. Lord, today, speak to us. Let us see where we are at in this story, Lord Jesus. God, just convict our hearts where we need to be convicted. Cut away those things that need to be cut away. And Lord, bring new life and birth new things in us through our growth in you. God, we love you so much. And we just praise you today for all your wonderful, wonderful things that you are and the things that you do in us. We love you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So I just want to take a few minutes to point out a few few things from this passage. We're talking about the fig tree and how the man would go out every day, again and again it says, and look at that fig tree. And he was very disappointed. He was sorely disappointed. I don't know about you, but in in my life, I have had my share of disappointments. And I've realized that a lot of times it's my unrealistic expectations sometimes that gets in my way and I get my and I have disappointment. But then there's those times that you're looking at a fig tree. You're looking at that situation or that person that proclaims to be Christian, which means Christ like you you're looking at that person and you're expecting to find the figs you're expecting to see the fruit now i'm not trying to judge anybody but the word of god does say that we are to be fruit inspectors and we are to watch and and know the people by the fruit they bear now i'm talking about the people within the church the people that that you are that is in your sphere of influence or that are in your church, you can be a fruit inspector and you can know them by their fruit, not being judgmental, not being ugly, not being testy, but just saying, where's the fruit? And the Lord says right here in this word, you know, if it doesn't bear the fruit after time, cut it down because here's, here's why it's taking up space. 
Are there things in your life that you've been trying to nurture and water and get to grow and it's just not working? It's not producing for God's kingdom? He's saying cut those things out of your life. And it may be, you know, being on Facebook too much. It may be um, indulging on, uh, you know, Netflix too much, video games. It may be, you know, you may have a, a drink every now and then and think that's no big deal. But God may be telling you, this does not produce for my kingdom. It's not bearing fruit for my kingdom. Cut it down. Cut it down. Don't let it take up space that God needs to use. If it's not useful for God's kingdom, then we really don't need it. Cut it down. Cut it down. Um, Be eternally minded. Think about eternity. And find your favor in the Lord and get rid of that faulty fruit in your life. Cut it. Cut it out. Um, he talks about in John about I I trim back I prune you back not to not to hurt us but to help us to increase to have a greater a greater growth in God it comes from pruning and taking care of ourselves and looking inside our heart and seeing are there areas that I need. For God to get in there and cut away, cut it down, that it's not producing for Him. I wanted to share a little personal testimony with you. This happened last year on July 29th. I um, am chaplain on a rotation of chaplain services at a local recovery home in our area called Freedom Hill. And July 29th, 2020, we were having our Wednesday night chapel service, and there was um, a gentleman there that was preaching, and he was talking about repentance and how we have to live in repentance every day. And, you know, I've, I've been in church all my life, and to me, repentance is so associated with salvation. You repent of your sins, Jesus comes in your heart, and you just, you know, go about your business and try to every day, if you mess up or whatever, you just say, Lord, help me, I'm sorry. But repentance means to change your thinking, to turn away and change your thinking. So he was talking about every day repenting and staying in that place of repentance before the Lord. And in my spirit, I just said, Lord, is there anything I need to repent of? Do I need to repent? Have I overlooked something or is there something you need to, you know, show me? And he spoke to my spirit and said, yes, there is. And I'm like, what is it, Lord? And he said, religious spirit. He said, you have had a religious spirit all your life. You're not operating in it right now, but it is still there. And it's like, he told me it was like a room. The religious spirit is like a room. He said, you can go in and go out at any time. And he said, but when you repent, Stacy, I will shut the door to that religious spirit. And I repented right there. And when we had our prayer time at the end of the service, I confessed it to my sisters in Christ. Because the Word says that. Confess your faults one to another. I confessed to those sisters. And they got around me and gathered around me and prayed. And 
I truly know that God shut the door that night to the religious spirit. And since that time, some things have really happened in my life. And the Lord has really shown me, here's some areas, here's some things, here's some people that you need to cut out. And he told me this story about the fig tree. And he said, by next July, Stacy, you will know what to do. And here it is, July 28th. 2021 and God has been so very faithful to show me this last year the things that are going to birth growth out of me and the things that need to be cut down that are taking up space and I'm so thankful that God loves me enough and he loves you enough if we just ask he will show us he will give us the wisdom through the Holy Spirit to know what to do So today, all I'm asking you is to take a look at your fruit, do a little inspection, and ask God, is this going to bear fruit for your kingdom? And if it doesn't, then cut it away from your life. Cut it away. So be blessed today, my sweet sisters. If you need to get in contact with the ministry, just email us through the website, lambsministry.com. Thank you. And remember, put a smile on your face and live under his grace. Well, thank you for joining us today. I hope you've enjoyed God, Girlfriends, and Giggles. If you'd like to get in contact with me, Stacy Pelock, you can reach me at lambsministry.com. In the meantime, put a smile on your face and live under God's grace.